106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Ladies, gentlemen, and distinguished non-binary members of the community, how's everyone doing tonight? Ooh, I might get extra hot, extra spicy. Alrighty then, this might be a little bit better. Okay, how's everyone doing tonight? Ladies, gentlemen, and distinguished non-binary members of the community, welcome and welcome in, welcome back to the Cypher Road Show. I am your host, Cypher Road. Happy New Year! And may your hangovers be brief, and hopefully you got some type of sleep amidst the annual traditional neighborhood 21 o'clock salute at midnight. Yes, because even here in Florida, everybody does that. Good God. So, all right, here's the thing. What is your New Year's resolution? Go on. It's okay. Just, Just you can share with us. Oh, that's it? Well, there's a good chance you probably just broke that resolution, but that's okay. You see, the the Cypher Road Show is a place of friendship, conversation, and camaraderie, not of judgment. I mean, you want to be judged, go to the courthouse. But here's a better question. What did you do on New Year's Eve? As for myself, uh, I actually got in a few rounds of uh, Milsub Airsoft. Went to afternoon church service and Second Life and uh, did some gaming. Now, in the midst of choosing what games to play, I ended up coming on, coming about a startling revelation. Okay, now as I looked through Steam, Xbox, Epic Games, uh, GOG, and and yes, even EA Play, I discovered that I own a grand total of 530 games. No, 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 no. I did not stutter. 530 games. And that includes the free-to-play games such as Star Trek Online, World of Warships, Warframe, Fortnite, and even Rocket League. Um, Some of those games which you've seen me stream on the Carbide 6 network. Now, out of all the games within a year, out of all 530 games that I play, okay, I might play 20 of them. Now, to make matters worse, out of all those games that I may stream on Twitch, probably no more than 10 of those own games within a year. And that includes uh, NBA 2K23 and uh, and uh, Super Baseball. I, I forget the name. Now, Travers, when you were kids... Did you always have that one kid in class that claimed to own every game, every console, every gaming accessory that existed at the time? Now, let's go one step further. Did you always have that one kid that when a new game comes out, they already beat the damn game? (laughs) I'm sure you have. Don't lie. Now, Here's the thing, gaming has come such a long way in the last 30 years alone. See, growing up, we didn't have the PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, uh, GOG, or even Steam or Epic. Hell, some of us kids grew up, some some of us kids growing up, we didn't even have cable TV. 
I didn't even have cable TV until I was in my late teens. Yeah. Now, of course, I'm better on the weather here, so you know, please forgive me a bit. Now, because you, you, you know, since we didn't have cable TV, you know what we had as kids? Fun, Coland. Now, some of the young travelers or Gen Zs ask your parents what Fun Coland is. Or ask ask your parents what um, EB Games was or Babbage's. Good chance they know what's up. Now, if in the event that we didn't save up enough money to buy the game that we wanted from Funko Land, we had the next best thing. We had Blockbuster Video. Yes, Blockbuster Video, that was the place to be, not just for movies, but for when that new game came out and you couldn't get it at Funko Land or, or EB Games or GameStop, that was the place to find it. So you so right after school, you have to get over to Blockbuster before everybody else rented it out. And uh if and and if that game was already rented out despite Blockbuster having 10, 15 different copies of it, your night and weekend was shot. Now uh now of course. A little bit later on in the game, Hollywood Video soon jumped into the fray. So if they didn't have it at Blockbuster, you ran over to Hollywood Video, baby, as soon as you could. Yeah, because uh, growing up, um, no, outside of Chicago, even in Northwest Indiana, if Blockbuster didn't have it, Hollywood Video go right go right across the street and try to dodge traffic. <laughs> now, for those kids that were blessed with cable TV and parents with disposable incomes. And if you were able to convince your parents to get a subscription to the Sega channel, if you were able to do that, my friend, you were the man in class, no matter what you, you were the man in, in school. All right. Now you asking Cypher, what, what, what's the Sega channel? Well, I'm glad you asked traveler. See the Sega channel is a discontinued online game service developed by Sega for the Sega Genesis video game console, serving as a content delivery system. Now, how Sega Channel worked, it what what the cable company would do, depending on your area, they would send you a box that had a device which looked like an oversized uh, Sega Genesis uh, cartridge, in which on the device, um, you would have the ports where you would screw in the coaxial cable. So you would, you would screw in the coaxial cables, turn it to whatever channel that you were going to have the Sega channel come in on. You put the big old cartridge device into your Sega Genesis. You turn that bad boy on. Oh boy. You, 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 you were in business. Now this was launched on December 14th, 1994, uh, the Sega channel was was provided to the public by TCI and Time Warner Cable through t- cable television services by way of, as I mentioned, the Coaxial Cable. It was a pay-to-play service, though, through which customers could access Genesis games um, online, play games online, and get cheat codes. This lasted until July 31, 1998, and as the Sega channel operated another three years, after the release of Sega's next generation console at the time, the Sega Saturn. Though it was uh, criticized for its poorly timed launch and high subscription fee, 
The Sega channel has been praised for innovations in downloadable content and impact on online game services. Now, now listen, if it wasn't for the Sega channel, there would be no Steam. There would be no Xbox Live. There would be no PlayStation Network. There would be no Nintendo Online. There would be no Epic Games. There wouldn't even be Battle.net. Hell, there, there would not even be that god-awful EA Play. Though, to be honest, I can live without EA Play. Just leave me Mass Effect, Apex Legends, and Need for Speed, and I'm good. But I, and I'm good in the hood, but I digress. See, this is what I get from trying to take cold medicine and trying to get this um, snot decongested. Yes, I'm a bit on the weather, but I'm still here. Here we go. Back to work. Now, with the Sega channel, it was on a rotating schedule. Uh, subscribing players had access to around 880 licensed games within the Sega Genesis library at the time of production. Now, it may have been around 1,000, but 880 is known at this time. Now, fast forward two decades later, and we now have Steam, Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, Epic Games, and others. But check this out. Now, some of these uh, live service platforms I mentioned not only have free-to-play games, which we will discuss briefly in a moment, but also have limited-time events where they had certain AAA games for free. Yes, free. Full ownership of certain games. Now, I've been a member of Steam for 15 years. Between the games that I purchased, picked up for free, and even received for free, shout-out to THQ and the Comanche 2020 team, uh, on top of the free games that I received from Epic Games, shout out to Epic Games, and all of the games that I received for free from EA Play before they started getting greedy as all get out with Madden and FIFA, but again, I digress. You can see how the number of games that I own or have vested interest into has grown drastically. Now, I can say this with full authority. FOMO is real. And it is undefeated. Now, FOMO for our fellow travelers in the cheap seats in the cheap seats, it stands for fear of missing out. Why do I say that? Because I'm pretty sure that many of the games that I own the DCM rights for, you cannot find nor purchase anywhere anymore, whether online or in its physical form, meaning that you can't even find this on eBay or Amazon. Now, FOMO is a social anxiety that marketing teams and game developers have mastered to a T. And yes, it's that bad. Now, it's so much so that people want to be part of the in-group and feel like they belong, making them fear missing out on being part of the in-group. That's a given. We live in a society where people align their social identities with the video game they are playing. They fear that not playing enough will outcast them from the group that they are playing with, leading to the fear of missing out on being a dedicated member of the community. This is very much prevalent within social media, namely on one of the biggest platforms of gaming, Twitch. I'm sure many of you have heard of 2K and uh, Ninja, well known for playing Fortnite, right? Now, within video games, 
FOMO is also used to describe a similar, the similar anxiety around missing the ability to obtain in-game items or complete activities that are only available for a limited time, such as those in battle passes. Now, this is particularly common for multiplayer video games where such items are allegedly cosmetic in nature, but reflect a player's skill to other players in the game. It can be a sign of social standing within the game's community, wherein a failure to acquire a limited, allegedly cosmetic item may lead to social outcasting and even player frustration. Now, I stress allegedly because Call of Duty, for example, has been accused of heavily promoting these cosmetic skins and items via microtransactions that modified the abilities of a player's weapon to where the owner of the pack can achieve more damage to their opponents or make it harder for their opponents to defeat them. I mean, this, this has been a known accusation of Call of Duty in which they have said that it's just purely cosmetic, but yet the results, the actuality is quite different. We all know that. Now listen, to those that hold firm on the games that they love to play, okay, whether by themselves or with a group of friends and loved ones, you have my undying respect. Especially if those games may not be really mainstream, but they have a healthy, non-toxic community around it. For example, uh, my girlfriend, Ayishi, she is very big into the aisle. And the community within that, much to my surprise, is actually pretty chill. And uh, a couple other games that, that she plays... Um, no, I no kind of disco down into their Discord service, and everyone for the most part is really chill, and I like that. Now, that playing a game that you love, and being in a community around that game that's actually non-toxic, you know, really healthy, that is worth far more than dropping another hundred dollars to complete a battle class on COD. You see, my friends, here's the thing. Don't worry about who's playing what. Travis, hit me out. Enjoy the games or game that you love, that you're passionate about. Ignore what everyone else may say about what you choose to spend time in that brings you comfort and joy. Now, also to my friends that are streamers and content creators, same thing. Now, stream the games that you love and, and dare I say, be as unapologetic about it as possible. Which brings me to my own New Year's resolution. My New Year's resolution in 2024 is to not fall into FOMO too much. Easier said than done, right? Of course, that, that's why it will be a challenge. The challenge in context is to Disregard what may be trending now, but to stay focused on what is important that will benefit me positively and long term. Okay. I mean, I, I may be, uh, um, you know, uh, up in age a bit, you know, as an adult, but I just do.
do not and will not tolerate you know, toxic game communities. I, I don't have time for that. Okay. Besides, we have 366 days this year, and I will try my damnedest to make every day count and have fun while doing it. What's your resolution? A real one. Text and leave a message on the Cypher Road Show hotline at 904-383-7490. Again, that telephone number to text and leave a message on the Cypher Road Show hotline is 904-383-7490. Yeah, I know it was a bit short episode today, but that's okay. But before we head out, okay, I always want to give praise and honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of my life and gave me the strength to bring this episode of the Cypher Road Show to your favorite platforms, including, but certainly not limited to, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Samsung, RSS, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And as we head out, I'm starting off the new year by letting this praise rise. So many of our friends and loved ones, listen, they didn't make it to 2024. My, my dear cousin that I grew up with back in Chicago didn't make it to 2024. So in, in Ron Sean Wicks, rest in peace, my brother. I will see you along the way. I miss you. So this show is dedicated to him. And dedicated to any one of our other loved ones that didn't make it to 2023. So what we can do is we can make this year awesome for them. So, and, and we're going to let this praise rise. And with, with Thanksgiving, with the help of the Abounding Grace Ministries, as, as they provide the ministry of music to take us out of this episode of the Cypher Road Show here on iHeartRadio, Apple, and anywhere. You love to listen to podcasts. And thank you so much for taking the time to room to uh, tune in. And remember to hit that like button on YouTube, leave us five stars, and we will see you next time here on the Cypher Road Show. And for everyone here at the Cypher Road Show and the Carbide 6 Network, I'm Cypher Road, reminding you to always do the best you can with what you got. We will see Come you on, next together, time. So wherever you are. We've come to honor the name of Jesus. Oh God, let your glory fill this place. Let your power fill this place. Let your love fill this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's a real simple song. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of our King Rise among us, let it
spirit. 